Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's good, y'all? Welcome back. Fourth episode, four days. You know who it is Anthony DiNardo, Believe in the Miami Heat, the Believe Network. I think it's my fourth episode in four days. Something like that. I don't know. Y'all know I've been pumping out the content because there's so much going on. I'm excited to talk about it all. Nothing too new with regard to Dame. We know he still wants to be here. It's only a matter of time. But I wanted to make this pod in response to uh, a lot of people that uh, were questioning me on my last video. Specifically, Trailblazer fans that don't quite understand the concept of star player trades in the NBA. So I basically used this pod to kind of detail the the recent history of star players that are traded. And I think there's actually a lot of information that I learned while gathering all that. Of course, as always, there is a video version of this, which is which I highly recommend y'all check out because we got a lot of effects and stuff going on over there. That's on my YouTube. Just search Anthony DiNardo. But for my audio-only listeners, as always, I got y'all. So enjoy the episode. Let's get into it. So can Damian Lillard actually end up on the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, I think the answer is yes because he always... Oh! There's no way that you actually believe that. There's no way. There's no way. Damn, what is matter with, bruh? He needs to chill out, bro. Damn. But, uh, you know, I guess he has a point. Uh, he is right because Damian Lillard will not end up on the Lakers, but not because of their salary cap situation or their lack of tradable assets, but it's because he doesn't want to be there. And that's the same reason that he won't end up on the 76ers or the Brooklyn Nets or any of these other teams that we've heard rumored, right? Now, players of Damian Lillard's caliber, we're talking about star players, usually end up on their preferred destination. And there's multiple reasons for that. I'm gonna get into that later in this video, so stay tuned. But as of right now, one thing is crystal clear, and it's that Damian Lillard wants to be on the Miami Heat and only the Miami Heat. Now, there's an interesting hold on, hold on. trail to break. I'm gonna stop you right there uh, because you think that you can guard me? That's crazy. Listen, if I make this shot, you gotta subscribe and like the video right now. Let's get it. That is wild. Okay, you know what? Unsubscribe, leave, leave a dislike, I don't give a Crumbs kind of about how this all came to be. Of course, his relationship with Bam Adebayo is pretty well documented ever since uh, his Olympic runs with Bam back in 2021. They were always going back and forth. Even last year, we had that pretty funny uh, swap where Lillard gave Bam his jersey, Bam gave him a water bottle because he forgot his jersey. And uh, my guy, Jake Pablo, made a pretty funny edit of that too. But we've also heard that Jimmy Hol or that Dame holds Jimmy Butler in high regard. We hear that there are two players that are some dogs like that and, that and really respect each other's game and their mentality. Uh, but also we saw a D-Wade jersey swap with Damian Lillard. Now, all of those things really don't mean much because how many guys have we seen be friends with Bam? How many guys have we seen do jersey swaps with D-Wade? One guy in particular that comes to mind is Bradley Beal, a guy who was rumored to maybe want to come here, but it seems like at the end of the day, he chose the Phoenix Sun. So none of that stuff is really too relevant. All it shows is that Dame was at least a fan of the players that we had over here, right? But to me, this all got very interesting when a month ago, Damian Lillard said this on the Last Stand podcast with Brian Custer. Which one will you be like, ah, that's not too bad. <laughs> Miami, obviously. <laughs> now, he didn't say, I like Miami or, uh, yeah, Miami's fine or whatever. He said, Miami, obviously. 
he made it very, very direct that he was a fan of the Miami Heat, which to be honest, I found a little peculiar. I found it a little weird that, that he was that direct, but obviously, uh, <laughs> you know, I liked it. Now, I didn't necessarily think anything was happening. I thought that if anything, he was trying to kind of put some pressure on the Blazers front office to make some moves because of course he didn't want to go young. He didn't want the Blazers to be idle in free agency. He wanted to get some win now guys to really, really improve their chances. But on July 1st, Shams broke the news saying that Dame requested a trade and his preferred trade destination was the Miami Heat, which is good because all the reports that we've heard since seems like Dame really hasn't changed his stance on wanting to join the Miami Heat. Uh, I got a few things that I listed here that I was able to find. Uh, so in the days since, we had the Rose Garden report that said Damian Lillard and his representatives left no doubt that Dame wants in Miami. We had Mark, James, Mark J. Spears, who said, and I quote, Miami and only Miami. But most importantly, we had Chris Haynes, that is Damian Lillard's boy, who when asked by Mark Stein about the, uh, the potential of Dame landing on other teams, Haynes said, Miami, 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 as if to say, don't worry, Dame is not going to end up anywhere else. Now, like I said earlier, star players get traded where they want to go, typically. Now I kind of outlined the last few stars that were traded within the last four or five years. And I kind of want to go through that history and the packages that they got so we can kind of make an educated guess at what might happen with Dame. So, I'm, and I'm gonna keep it kind of chronological here. The first one is actually what I would hope is an outlier. Something that, that does not work in favor of the Miami Heat, definitely getting Damian Lillard. And of course it's, it's the Kawhi trade, right? It was in June of 2018, Kawhi said he wanted the Lakers and he was with Toronto by July of the same year. So a month later, they traded him to Toronto. Little bit of different circumstances there. It was pretty uh, well documented that Popovich and the GM, RC Buford, refused to trade him to LA under any circumstances. I don't know the validity to that report. That's just something that was out there. But Toronto did take a gamble I don't think many teams would take, especially since Kawhi was on the final year of his deal. Now, the deal they took 100% paid off. They won the championship. And the package, depending on who you ask, the package was a nice one because the Raptors did trade their star franchise player in DeMar DeRozan. Uh, the final package was DeMar, Jakob Pertl, and one first round pick. But if you ask other people, that's really nothing crazy because you got at the time a guy in DeMar who wasn't seen uh, who, who wasn't seen like he could be the guy anymore, wasn't seen as a superstar at the time, and only one first round pick. But I'm not going to sit here and act like that was an insignificant package. It was solid. Moving on, we got our guy Jimmy Butler. He requested a trade from Minnesota in September of 2018, and he was on the 76ers by November. Now, that package was basically nothing. It was Robert Covington, Dario Sars, Jared Bayless in the second round pick. Uh, that was basically nothing. And of course, he played 55 games for Philly and then was traded to Miami in a sign and trade in the year later. So that package wasn't too much, and he didn't necessarily have a, a destination that he really, really wanted to go to. We heard some rumors but it was never publicly stated by Jimmy Butler at the time. January 28th, 2019, Anthony Davis requested a trade to the Lakers, and it took all the way until June 17th of 2019 for AD to end up in LA. At the time, the package wasn't seen incredible. It was Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and three first and like a swap. I don't care about those swaps. I might not even mention those the rest of this video because if you swap me with a team that just got a star player, the swap is probably never gonna come about anyways, right? So the swaps are dumb. But at the time, 
Lonzo Ball was seen like a decent player and Brandon Ingram was seen, was seen like a nice young player on the rise. Not a lot of people thought that he could be an all-star or what he is today. At that time, some people did, but he wasn't looked at as some surefire prospect. So it's still a nice package and they got three first, obviously, but I wouldn't say it was anything that would blow them away. And of course, Davis did go to his one and only preferred destination. In July of 2019, uh, Paul George was traded to the Clippers. He wanted the Clippers. He wanted to go ahead and play with Ka uh, Kawhi. And that package at the time wasn't seen as anything super crazy either. There was Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gilgis, and five first round picks. Now the picks was obviously a lot, but at the time, Gallinari was just kind of a salary matcher and Shea was looked at as a, a nice young prospect. Obviously not someone who was a, a surefire thing. Same thing I was saying about Brandon Ingram, but obviously in hindsight, Shea is that dude and that was a sensational trade for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But at the end of the day, Paul George got his destination. Now, on November 16th, 2020, James Harden requested a trade from the Houston Rockets. And on January 13th, so a few months later, 2021, Harden was traded to the Nets for Karis LeVert, Rodnes Karukas, who's obviously two kind of irrelevant players in the grand scheme of things, and three first round picks and a bunch of irrelevant swaps. So James Harden got to his destination and the package wasn't all that great. We're hearing that if Miami gets Dame, they'll probably only have to give up three first. That's what the Rockets did for James Harden. Now, of course, he asked for another trade on November 6th. Oh, that's what I just read. February 10th, 2022, Woj reported that Harden wanted the Philadelphia 76ers. He was traded there the same day for a package of a disgruntled Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first. So once again, star player going to their destination and not for a super significant package. Now, some people might wanna bring up a guy like Donovan Mitchell. He never formally requested a trade. Uh, and obviously he's a younger guy, so he doesn't have as much leverage as the, the more veteran guys like a James Harden, like a Damian Lillard. And even then, his package was Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, and three first, okay? Obviously, Markin had turned into be an all-star, but at the time, he was not saw that way. So we're basically seeing some young potential prospects and three firsts. That's been the common package we've seen so far. Kyrie Irving, he requested a trade to the Lakers on February 3rd of, of 2023, and he did not end up on his preferred destination. So one of the cases where he actually didn't go where he wanted to go. Now, how did that work out? Well, that still remains to be seen. The package was Dinwiddie, Dorian, Finney-Smith, and only one first. So obviously the package wasn't great. Some other circumstances there, he was on the last year of his deal, so he could have left. Obviously he didn't, but they did miss the playoffs. He re-signed that whole trade. Uh, it's still up in there who won that trade. Now you got, before last season, KD wanted a trade to Miami or Phoenix, but then it was all the way to the trade deadline where he of course was traded to the Suns. And that was a nice package at the time. It was Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first. So that is arguably a better package that Phoenix or that Brooklyn received for KD than Miami could ever offer for Dame. But KD still went to his preferred destination. And for anybody that wants to bring up Bradley Beal a couple weeks ago, his choices were obviously Miami or Phoenix. Went to Phoenix for basically nothing. But he had a no trade clause, so I don't really want to discuss that too too much now. As far as the Portland side, a lot of Portland fans in my last video, cause I've done a couple of trade package videos and of course they're not super happy with the package that the Trailblazers would be receiving for Dame. So last video, I said that Dame would be willing to sit out if he was traded to a team that he didn't wanna go to. 
I got a lot of backlash for that, but I got that from a report from 2021, a guy named Blake Schuster put it out, headline, Damian Lillard rumors, star willing to sit out if Blazers don't meet trade demands. Now the reporter's name was Henry Abbott and he said, quote, sources say Damian Lillard is willing to forgo paychecks to get a title team if it comes to that. He doesn't have LeBron's reported billions in the bank, but his agent Aaron Goodwin has monetized Lillard's combination of game winners, et cetera, et cetera. Just as to say, he doesn't need the game checks. He's okay getting fined if he doesn't land in his preferred destination. So for everybody saying that Dame's not the type of guy that would sit out, you may be right. He may have changed his mind, but this is the report that came out in 2021. So the reason this is significant is because any organization I think would be dumb to risk their entire future to trade for a, a, a very expensive vet who does not want to be there, okay? It's not like Dame is a young and up and coming guy on a small deal, okay? He's 33 and he's getting paid between 40 and $60 million for the next four seasons. When he is 36, he will get, be getting paid $63 million that season. That is not something that a team will want to deal with for a guy who doesn't want to be there. And it's not like you can say, oh, they could just trade him down the line when he's past his prime. That will not be a tradable contract. A 36-year-old Damian Lillard making $63 million will not be a tradable contract if he starts to obviously decline in his game, which we'd all expect from a 36-year-old. So that's all. And okay. And I got for all these reasons, that is why there isn't 29 other teams bidding for Damian Lillard, right? They know, they know all that. They know that he wants to go to the Miami Heat. However, many people still seem to think that there's some bidding war going on. Got a lot of people that are saying uh, Portland, uh, what's best for Portland is to accept the best package regardless of Dane's preferred destination, right? But, it de but did it ever occur to them that the negative light that this will put on the organization with, player, with regards to players to come is not something that is beneficial to the team. A lot of other players are going to say, damn, if that's how they treated their best player in franchise history, well then how are they going to treat me? I saw this when the Miami Heat led Dwayne Wade walk. They prioritized Hassan Whiteside, they prioritized Kevin Durant, and then D. Wade ended up walking. And then Miami had to go through this whole Heat Lifer campaign where they overpaid Deion Waiters and overpaid James Johnson to keep those guys on the roster and really rebrand themselves as this loyalty Heat family organization because they took a lot of backlash when D. Wade left. They took a lot of, it put a really negative light on the Heat for kind of not prioritizing their guy. And for all the people that are saying, well, my, uh, well, Portland will never get free agents anyways, well, then how about the young guys that are in the organization right now? You don't think Scoot Henderson is seeing this and it puts a negative thought about his own front office into the back of his mind? I think these are, these are things that matter in the years to come. These early stages, these first impressions that these guys in Portland get might affect their decision in the future when it comes to signing an extension or not re-signing a free agency or things along that line, right? So for all those circumstances, Portland will have to take Miami's best package possible. Now, that doesn't just mean Miami's offer can be trash, right? That's not how this works. Uh, but if our best package, uh, okay, but they're gonna have to take our best package, which looks like it'll be Tyler Hero, Lowry's expiring contract, Jovic and or Jame Haquez, and three first, okay? That's what it sounds like the Portland Trailblazers are gonna have to settle with. Obviously, it could get complex. It seems like it will be a multiple team deal, but we'll see how all that stuff plays out over the next, hopefully, couple days. It could take weeks, could take months. 
as long as he's here before training camp, I will be happy. Now, a lot of Portland fans, they still don't like that package because they say, of course, it's not a fair package. But here's the thing. 99% of the time, when a team trades a star player, they will lose the deal. It is impossible to send back equal value for a guy of that caliber. That's just not how star trades work. When your star guy demands a trade, you just have to accept the fact that you're not going to get equal value in return, and you just got to do what you can to, to make the most of what the situation is. And in this case, it's getting whatever assets Miami has on the table. Now, Dame wants Miami. Portland will be a force to accept that. For better or for worse, it is a player's league now. A lot of people are against that. A lot of people are for the, the owners to have the power, some for the players. Truthfully, it seemed like in the, in the recent years, people were happy. They're like, oh, yeah, look at, look at James Harden going where he wants to go. Shout out to the players having more power than the millionaire owners, which I agree with. But now that Dame wants to come to Miami, it seems like some of those people have a problem with that. But that's just some hip hypocrites online. I don't want to generalize everybody into that asset. But for all those reasons mentioned previously, Damian Lillard will end up in the, uh, in the Miami Heat jersey next season. It's just a matter of time at this point, in my opinion. But that's all I got for this video, man. Make sure to let me know what y'all think down in the comments below. Follow me on Twitter too, at AnthonyD underscore Heat. Uh, and if you do enjoy, please subscribe. Please leave a like. i uh, really trying to you know, get this thing going. I've been on the YouTube grind, trying to get monetized too. So all the support is just greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, but that's all I got for this video, man. I'll see y'all next time. Pull up in the city, tryna get that dead fast. Slash. Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight. Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.